0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of an artistic career. This is professional certified mindfulness coach, Evan Dunn Baritone, and you are listening to episode 72. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say, toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining with me today. I have had a busy week um, teaching and coaching. Um, I have another article getting published at the MAPS Institute that I just submitted. And um, if you haven't already done so, please check out MAPS, M-A-P-S. The website is The MAPS Institute. It's free. They provide articles. about wellness, mindfulness, etc. And all of their content is based on science. They also have summits, and they provide amazing content all for free. So definitely recommend that. Um, And then you'll also get to see my article, which um, I'm really excited about. So yes, I have been coaching a bunch this week. And um, I have had some amazing conversations, totally life-changing. My clients always help me to think about things in a new way, and they give me so many ideas because their brains all work different, and that is really exciting. So yeah, so today I would like to discuss something that a client said to me that got me thinking. Um, She Uh, was feeling frustrated with her work, with her life. Like she wasn't doing well at balancing her professional and her home life and all these different things, which is obviously something that we all get to learn, learn about in this life. But she had a discovery as we talked that if she was going to fail in her work and personal life, like in her future, then she might as well continue hating herself for it. She said Quote, it seems to me that whether I love myself or hate myself, I'm going to be a failure. And if I hate myself, then I can feel better knowing that I at least knew I was a failure. And that's the end of her quote. Um, It's almost like she feels that hating herself will make her feel better about her shortcomings. And this kind of makes her a martyr of her own feelings. And so... Um, We've talked about failure before. Um, If you'd like to learn more about that, check out episode 42. That's not going to be the topic of today's episode. But the part I want to focus on today um, is what she ended up saying later in the session. And she said that she thought that in her future, she would have a better relationship with herself. And I thought it was extremely fascinating that... She thought her future self would be more accepting of who she is because she was making all the necessary changes in her life to make herself more likable. But the way that she is making those changes is by trying to hate herself into changing. And people do this all the time. Like, oh, I hate my body, so I'm just going to force it to change, and then I can love it. Or I hate my voice, so I'm going to struggle every day and practice so it'll sound good, and then I can love it. And I hate my job so much, and so I'm going to be a martyr until I can retire, and then I'll finally be happy. And so there's always, like, this happiness in the future, and so I'm just going to be a martyr and just keep hating things, right? And me hating these things about me or my circumstances um, only is mentally draining, really. And the issue is that if someone goes into their future with this type of distorted thinking then they will also find something about their future to hate as well. If you only know how to see things in a distorted way, what makes you think that you will ever see anything with clarity unless you have practiced seeing things with clarity? You know what I mean? It reminds me of a quote by Eckhart Tolle who said, quote, the quality of your future is determined by the quality of your current thinking. End quote. And when I first read this quote, I was so blown away. I just couldn't even keep reading the book. I had to put it down and process it and my whole world changed. So let me read it to you again. The quality of your future is determined by the quality of your current thinking. And I know you're thinking, oh, well, what if something crazy happens in my future that has nothing to do with my current thinking? Go with me for a second. Let's explore this. We're going to dissect this thought today, and we will look at some examples of people in their lives and even a movie example that I thought of, and I hope that as an artist that this topic can help you to see your own life clearer right now, so that you can also go into a future with more clarity and more joy. The first example I want to give is the example of someone who wins the lottery. And I almost put like, how many people do you know who have won the lottery? And then I realized that most of us probably don't know anyone who's won the lottery. (laughs) But, um, what I'm trying to say is, have you ever wondered how people end up spending that money that they make? I'm sure that some of them are able to really make some good changes in their lives with the money, And um, maybe some investments, and that's very possible. But I have also heard of stories of people who ended up wasting all the money, and um, then they kind of end up in the same position that they started in, hoping for another big win. And this same thing happens to celebrities that make it big. They make a ton of money, they waste all the money, and then they end up with nothing when their career dies down. The issue with so many people in these circumstances is that they're bringing the same worldview, their same views about themselves, and their same distorted thinking into a new circumstance. Yay, all of a sudden your dreams come true and everything is perfect, right? Like I just made a gazillion bucks or I'm super famous and now everything's perfect. And um, we just watched, uh, is it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or Charlie? I forget which one. It's the older one with gene wilder which um besides a few issues with like body shaming topics that are kind of joked about here and there um and provided us an opportunity to talk to our kids about that there like there are some amazing things in that film it was just really well made and um was interesting to watch after all these years but um at one point Willy Wonka after Charlie wins the factory and they're in the glass elevator he says don't forget what happened to the man who suddenly got everything he always wanted and Charlie goes what 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 did he get and Willy Wonka says he lived happily ever after and Han and I just looked at each other (laughs) laughing and isn't that just such a funny thing It's like he thinks that Charlie, who has only ever known extreme poverty all his life, and he's got these aging grandparents who can't walk, and that they'll just come to the factory and eat a bunch of chocolate and be perfectly happy all the time. Because that's all it takes, right? And we erroneously assume this all the time, even in our own lives, if we don't slow down and kind of question it. I listened to a documentary recently um, on kind of a heavier note that was discussing a story about a woman who was held in captivity for almost 20 years, and I'm not going to go into detail about what she experienced because it is extremely heavy, but I do just want to say that there's probably not a more horrifying trauma to endure than what she had to endure for 20 years or something like that. And then there was this news interview when she was released. They were talking to her family, and her family was like, oh, finally we can be happy together again after she was saved from this situation where she was held in captivity. And if you slow down and think about it, you can probably imagine that she had so much trauma to deal with. She didn't really know who she was as a person because she only knew herself as a prisoner. And how can you honestly expect someone to um, change the circumstance and just expect them to be happy all the time? And I know, I know that's an extremely drastic example, uh, very rare, but the principle still holds. Remember, the quality of your future is determined by the quality of your current thinking. So if you win a bunch of money, but you don't know how money works, then you can end up in poverty again because you don't know how to think about money or how to think about yourself with money. If your circumstances change and you're gifted this beautiful chocolate factory and you think that you just get to eat chocolate all day long and it'll solve all your problems and make you happy all the time, but you don't question the quality of your thinking or don't understand thoughts and feelings and emotions, and that you're going to experience emotions even with this chocolate factory, then you're going to be very disappointed. And really, if you think that changing your circumstances is the answer that you need, then you are missing something. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. Um, if you change the circumstance, but keep your thinking, you will bring your distorted views into, into the new life, into the new circumstances. And I'm not saying that you should never change your circumstances. (laughs) Certainly. Um, Sometimes relationships are not the right place to be. Sometimes the job is not the right place to be. Whatever. Um, But um, you have to change the thoughts and then change the circumstance if you want to make sure that you're coming into it with I'm good thinking, okay? So it's like, oh, my gosh, I just hate my job. If only I had a better job. Or my partner and I, we've fallen out of love, and I just know that this next person I meet will make me really happy and feel loved. Or if only my voice were perfect or my career or if I had more money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, no. (laughs) Circumstances change. But what really determines the quality of your future is how well you are able to manage your thoughts and your emotions right now in this moment and this moment and this moment and every moment going forward. And I'm not really talking about manifesting. I know that that's kind of a a fun, interesting thing that some people talk about. Like if I just think hard enough about what I want right now, then the universe will eventually give it to me. And there may or may not be some truth in that, but here's an example that I like to use. Okay. You enter the year 2020. It's a fresh new year. You've got all your resolutions and you've been practicing creating powerful thoughts in your head about all the gigs you're going to book this year and how your career is just going to take off. And I think you all remember what actually happened (laughs) because it was the same thing that happened to everyone in the whole world. Everything shuts down. There's no gigs for anyone anywhere in the world. And does that mean that you weren't manifesting hard enough? Of course not. COVID was a circumstance that couldn't have been planned for or foreseen no matter how hard you manifest. But let's imagine... That instead of trying to manifest circumstances into your life, what if you try to manifest thoughts and feelings into your life? And to me, it kind of looks like, I don't know what is going to happen at this audition. I don't know the future. But no matter what, I'm going to have my own back. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to support myself. It could also be, I don't know when I'll be able to sing full-time again. But in the meantime, I'm going to focus on what I can learn and love right now, regardless of the circumstances. Okay? Really, truthfully, I don't know the future at all. But I can say to myself, but no matter what the future brings, how the circumstances will appear, I will take them on. I will learn from them. I will accept them. I will support myself. I will love myself. I will learn to love whatever this life gives me. And that doesn't mean I'm not empowered to make choices, but sometimes you don't get to choose whether COVID happens or not. (laughs) And um, learning to accept the things that you cannot change is one of actually the most empowering things that you can do for yourself. And that, in my opinion is powerful manifesting. That's what I think Eckhart Tolle is saying when he says the quality of your future is determined by the quality of your current thinking. No circumstances can possibly ruin your life if you have a mindset like that. And that is what I wish for my client that I mentioned earlier, something for us to continue working on, that she question her current thoughts so that she learns to love and support herself in her future. Her current thought pattern of hating herself that sh- so that she'll be worthy of love later will most likely lead to more self-hatred, not less. And this is regardless of how many things she changes about herself. Oh, and now I look perfect and I have this money and I have a house and a car and the job and blah, 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 blah. But if you bring your self-hatred thoughts with you, you'll continue to find something to hate about yourself, right? And I don't just wish this for her. I wish this for all of my clients and for you, my listeners. I just think, you know what? It's time, friends. (laughs) If you have been questioning if coaching might be helpful for you as an artist, as an entrepreneur, or just in your life, now is the time to give it a shot for free. Go to my website, evandunn.com, and click get started. And let's do a session together. Let's get to know each other and let's start inquiring about our minds so that we can see this brighter future for you. That's what I wish for you. And your future self will, news flash. <laughs> I'm predicting the future here, but your future self will still get to experience loads of uncomfortable feelings because that's how the world works. And you, your future self will also get to have lots of crazy circumstances around you that you won't always be able to control. But at least you can have the skills you need to have your own back, have a really great mindset and get through whatever the world can come up with next. So with that, stop waiting in the wings. It's time to take the stage, my friends. Imboka Lupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material.